party time leprechaun it's the sea barnacle show with your host me switching up monroe and ripley with an eye all right episode 27 let's uh get it started how are you doing i'm doing well had a busy work week um but today we've had a lot of really good food anything all the way up from potatoes mexican style all the way up to macaroons oh yeah and we got to try out that air fryer yeah the air fryer burgers and fries excellent i would recommend that to anybody the rosemary see and then i had some like burger and fry seasoning that i put on there and uh i think it i think one of the issues i had with it is that i never really know how long to put it in on because even though it tells you like a range you sometimes have to leave it in longer than that. So it's open to interpretation. <clears throat> yeah, and you, you can do practically anything. I mean, the burgers were cooked to, uh, I think it was like medium well. And I mean, we only did it for what, like 14 minutes or something like that. Yeah, it's not that long. And then last night I made, uh, you, you tasted it today, I made the Captain Crunch breaded. Uh, chicken tenders and what i did was get some captain crunch and you crush it down almost to where it's finely granulated you season up some flour you take a chicken strip dip it in the flour dip it in some egg then roll it around in the captain crunch and then you put it in the air fryer or you can deep fry it or do whatever you want to do it but yeah and when i first <clears throat> when he first told me about this it, it was insane to me <laughs> it didn't make it didn't make any sense and and by the way if if you didn't notice uh we're in a different place yeah uh, could you describe this place to us uh we are on a different side of town we actually are in Houston this time yeah we're h town proper so um, we sound different we are using my type of my equipment this time and testing it out to see how it goes using different equipment and being in a different location so we can have different locations in the future. Yeah, it sounds pretty good to me so far. But back to the food, food's excellent. You know, up at the ranch, we're do normally doing like sausage and steaks and all sorts of meats and, and oysters and microgreens and all sorts of stuff we kind of have a similar palette down here today but i mean the the captain crunch chicken definitely something you should try if you can uh it has such a uniqueness to it it has it the captain crunch you would think it would overpower the chicken but it, it really doesn't it actually gives it a very nice accent at the very back end of the of the taste where you just get like a very nice hit of that like sweetness to it the front is very like fried chicken, and then boom, you get that like cherry on top, Captain Crunch taste. And then that air fryer makes it so crispy, man. It's oh, it, it was so perfect. It was the perfect thing to put in there. And when you put it with the fries and a dipping sauce I made, or if you just have the fries with the air fried burger, which I would recommend as well. I didn't think it was gonna turn out that good, but. I, you know, yeah, right. the burger had a crispiness to the outside, and then it had just like that that juicy inside, the the on the grill kind of taste, but the fry outside, very nice. And then 
you brought some microgreens and had edible flowers in it. Yeah, so we got some microgreens. They definitely go really well with the edible flowers. We had nasturtiums and uh, begonias and different things like that, along with like rainbow Swiss chard, salad mix. Uh, we had bull's blood and rain and red vein sorrel. I like the spice of that nasturtium, man. Yeah, the nasturtium had flowers and leaves. The leaves definitely have like a very like arugula peppery taste to it. I had never seen a flower to the nasturtium before. I always just saw the plant and leaves, you know. Yeah, the flowers can range in different colors, mostly reds and oranges, but they they're like a nice little like uh, little cup looking thing. They're very cool. And that meat that you brought, that uh, what, where was it from? Yeah, that's the Whitehurst Heritage Farms from Mike. Uh, we're always eating up on some of that kind of beef that he's got. It's definitely really good. I agree. Yes, you need to check that out. Where can you where can you find that site? I think it's just whitehurstheritage.com or something like that. I, I know if you Google Whitehurst Heritage, you'll find it. Mike Marchan, he's the owner-operator. He, he does a really good job. He has a lot of friends that help him. Some of the products on there are some of his neighbors, but a lot of it comes straight from him. Okay. And then another shout-out to Local Link. There's this uh, place down the street, uh, Planet Churro. They're right outside Starlight, and it was really cold yesterday, but, you know, I just decided that, you know, I really wanted a churro. I haven't had one in a while. When was the last time anyone just sat there? I was like, you know what? Let's get a churro. Yeah, it's probably been a while, right? Yeah, it's been. I think the last churro I had was at SeaWorld. Damn. <laughs> the, like the $15 churro. Oh, my gosh. No, see, the, like the regular churro is 3 bucks, but he has different kinds. He has the one, the, the Carjeta one that's like filled up. He had like, uh, you can make it a sundae and you can put it with ice cream if you wanted it like that. Or he can make it espresso style with the ice cream in it. Yeah. Or, yeah. There was like a, a Oreo kind of one. An Oreo. Yeah, an Oreo Jeez. churro. There were some other ones too. Where Planet churro. It's pretty good. That's That sounds like the place to go. You don't think of churro being a versatile item, but Planet churro definitely delivers. And you can also pay that if you don't have a card or cash, you can always pay with Cash App with them. And I thought that was pretty convenient. That is nice. I think I think we're going to start seeing more businesses do that kind of I know the the company that I work for we do Ven, Venmo, Zelle and PayPal. Ah, oh, see. Yeah, you got to have your options cuz it's the future, baby. In the future, that's what everyone's going to use to pass around their currency. Yeah, and then here pretty soon we'll probably have cryptocurrencies too. I know that we're probably going to try to start accepting those soon. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've been noticing how much money is in that stock or in the whole Bitcoin business in yeah. the first place. That's like on the rise all the time. Yeah, it's definitely as much, you know, I, I'm i a believer in, in something physical and real. Uh, Bitcoin is, is, isn't necessarily 100% virtual, but so, I mean, we'll just see what happens with it, you know. It's going to be interesting to see if, it, if like, banks start using the different ones or making their own. I hear a lot of banks are probably going to make their own cryptocurrencies. So, eventually, 
you'll have to have a wallet that can hold like you know 50 different currencies <laughs> so it's gonna kind of be like how we have all the streaming services we're gonna have as many streaming services as cryptocurrencies yeah you have the disney currency the netflix currency the facebook currency all the different currencies mm, that's too much currency that is a lot of currency I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Future or not, that just sounds like a lot. That's a lot to ask of us. But, I mean, I guess it's definitely more sanitary. Yeah, cash is definitely gross. But, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll go back to gold or silver. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so the weather is about to change, and it's about to be freaking cold as hell. Yeah, Governor Greg Abbott has issued uh, an emergency warning for the weather. Uh, we've already had a horrendous 100-plus car pile up, up in uh, Tarrant County, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, it was apparently one of the biggest accidents that we've had in a long time. Uh, I think the last time I saw it, there, there was a lot of people hurt and a few people uh, killed, unfortunately, but... That just goes to show you, you know, we, we're not used to ice down here, but it's going to be icing up, so drive very carefully. Remember, it doesn't matter how fast you're going. If you hit ice and you don't, you know, you don't correct it in the right way, then you're, you're going to crash. Yeah. So just be very careful, drive slow, and uh, try to avoid icy roads and bridges. Better to get there late than to not get there at all. Exactly. And so it's going to be freezing at least two, three different times in the course of this next week here. So just be careful. And maybe there'll be snow. Do you think there'll be snow? Well, it snowed last time. We had a big cold front, so I don't doubt that it'll snow this time. I don't think it snowed in Houston very much last time as it did in San Antonio and Austin College Station. But I think it will here in Houston for at least maybe a little bit. But it wasn't as cold during that time. Now it's like yeah, it's actually in cold. the 30s and shit. Yeah, it's been, I've been driving, doing deliveries today, and it's been pretty much in the 30s all day long. Damn. See, we're not used to that 30s. I yeah. I don't mind it. As you, I mean, I can sit outside and be pretty content in the cold. As long as it doesn't get too windy. I'm all right. I got my jacket right now. I don't have any sleeves on it. It's yeah. a little vest, but it keeps me warm. As long as I have a hat and my vest, I'm pretty good. Yeah, if I didn't have the beanie, the beanie definitely does it for me because I get to cover my ears. And even, like, the mask that I have, the little pull-up gator, that helps, too, because you can, like, cover your nose. Because when the wind's going and it gets in your face and your neck, it sucks. So, like, having, like, the, the gator definitely helps. See, I like how your how it matches your hat. The yeah, is. yeah. So I got the Texans beanie on. More, more on the Texans later. But I got, it's the blue and red Texans beanie, and then I got a red gator on that kind of looks like a scarf when you have it down. So it's it's. Oh, I'm looking myself in the mirror. It looks more like an ascot. <laughs> I also kind of look ridiculous. It looks like but you're about whatever. to go solve a mystery right damn now. I think it well. It's because I have a hat on a hat, so I have a beanie and a hat on. So, hat on a hat. <laughs> you about to go wrestle some gators. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, so let's move on since we've been pissing about for the last <laughs> ten minutes or so. Right on. We have fun. We have fun. We talk local, talk local things. We do all. We still do the same stuff. Um, last weekend in the sports world, uh, football is over now, and there's champions, and those yeah. champions are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They absolutely drubbed the Kansas City Chiefs, and nobody saw that Super Bowl being that damn boring. Yeah, I, it makes you wonder if the if the league is like rigged, and <laughs> because I mean, you know, you had the Chiefs just absolutely blew the doors off of the Bills, and they came back from the you know the Browns and with Chad Henney, and so the AFC really really sucks. Or they just had like a really bad game. I mean, I can't really tell. I mean, I will. I didn't even watch it because I didn't care. First of all, and then <laughs> when I was able to watch it off of work, it was the third quarter, and it was already like thirty-one to nine or something like that. Yeah, the they game's didn't over. score a freaking touchdown. What kind of shit is that? Yeah the the Bucks defense is just absolutely outrageous shout out to Antoine Winfield doing really well in that game but uh it's just my goodness they the Chiefs just had nothing no like Travis Kelsey did really well but everyone else kind of sucked that's putting it lightly yeah that's putting it lightly (laughs) like the whole the whole team offense defense special teams they're all pretty terrible i guess you know you can't blame the kicker he made three field goals so i mean he him and the punter though the the punter he choked yeah he was like in front of his home like he was at home yeah and he like oh man over the super bowl he just just dispatched in front of everybody he kept making those shitty punts (laughs) Yeah, it just seemed like uh, it just seemed like uh, the Buccaneers just knew what was gonna happen. So it makes you wonder if they knew the plays, but because <laughs> cause right before the Super Bowl, you had some former Bucks players come out and talk about the 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 Super Bowl, you know, and how it's how it's not what it seems. But I mean. I, I I just wish if they did rig the games, why don't they rig it so that they're all good? <laughs> right that just means it's not rigged because if it was rigged it would have been a better game yeah like like it, well, why aren't the games better i think it's rigged slightly because like teams like the lions ne- have no incentives of actually being a good team <laughs> at all because they get paid to be terrible so uh it makes you wonder if the Texans are taking a similar attitude to the Lions and not giving a damn and just getting paid for being terrible, which is a thing in the NFL if you didn't know that they shared profits. But anyways, uh the Texans are in the news again. Uh they're still pissing Deshaun Watson off, but we'll talk <laughs> about that later. The biggest news is that they have released JJ Watt after ten years. Yeah, did you see the the video he posted? No, I didn't. Oh uh, man, I watched it. It seemed really heartfelt and sincere. And he said he was like, "I want you to hear it from me before anyone else." He was like, "You know, you know, I've played ten years here, and I love you guys." And he was like, "You know, it's time for me to to move on." You know, he's yeah, like, you welcome me and all of that. But you know, it felt it felt heartfelt. Like I really. He did it the right way. Yeah. That's the way James Harden should have done it. 
But instead, he chose to be a baby bag bitch about the situation. And that's cool. And it's like, he put his, he, he had his statement where it was like, oh, he felt drained from having to carry the offensive load. And, you know, he felt drained from the end with the drama. And it's like, you caused the drama. And and, and you could have <laughs> passed the ball sometime. Exactly. Exactly. And in the times where the everyone took over, you just stood there and didn't do anything. So yeah. it's not the same thing. J.J. Watt gave his everything to this, to this city. When the hurricane happened, he was the one that raised, like, millions of dollars yeah. for the city to help out. He was still helping this week, even though he was talking about wanting to get released. He still was around locally helping people and yeah. giving money out and donating, doing things like that, because that's how important he is to the city and how much, you know, the city loves him. So I'm not mad about him leaving. I I, I hope that he goes somewhere and he gets a ring. Like, I yeah. want that for him. He deserves that. Maybe if he does, he'll come back. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he'll be fine. I don't think he's gonna go to the Steelers though, unfortunately. But uh, I think one thing might be interesting. It depends on how much money he asks for. But I mean, he'd pro- if I were him, I'd just go sign with the Buccaneers because <laughs> then it's a guarantee that they're gonna go at least to the NFC Championship game next year with Brady if he comes back. I mean, their team is still really good. Even going into next year, I mean, the majority of the team is really young, uh, and they got really good players all around. Even if they lose a few players, I mean, they still have Evans and Godwin locked up. Maybe that's why Tom Brady came to the NFC and picked where he picked because he saw the receivers and the guys that would be there. I'm sure he liked yeah, the coaching be staff, right? Yeah. But – I'm sure he felt the shift in the AFC powers because the AFC was actually stronger this year than the NFC, and usually the NFC is very, very strong. It was pretty off this year, you know, with everything going on and all of that. So I think that played into the part. I think he peeped that and was like, you know, let me go over here and get some of this while while it's going still good. Yeah, and I think in the next year, it's really, it's just going to be the Packers again. It's going to be the Packers. I don't think the Saints are going to do anything without well, because Breeze. he's Yeah, he's going to probably retire. And where are you going to go? Ride Jameis Winston and to the depths of hell? Because that's where he's going to take Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill would be all right. Maybe they'll do a, tan- like a tandem with them or randomly. Like, they'll just let Taysom do his thing. If they need to do something stupid, they'll just put Jameis in. Here, go do something stupid and trick people yeah it's gonna it's gonna be the bucks the packers the seahawks and probably that's about it and then the afc i mean you you got bills chiefs ravens if the texans get their head out of their ass i think they could be one of those teams even without jj watt because they have deshaun and that's all you really need well you know there's things that could be done them releasing yeah uh, JJ instead of trading him saves the Texans like seventeen and a half million dollars or something. So that'll help with the cap and that'll get more money to be able to bring some other people in possibly to make something happen. But you just never know with this Texas organization and maybe they are just happy with being mediocre because that's what it seems like. Yeah, they keep they they keep 
making terrible moves and all their good front office people keep leaving because they don't want to be part of this stupid team. And that's kind of what I'm at now, you know, after, you know, day one fan in 99 since announcement to now, and uh, it's been practically my entire life. So it's just uh, really frustrating when every single year it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And then you have a year like 2012 where you really think like, wow, the Texans could be like a top five team going forward. And they've been just slowly getting worse. There's a few good years under Bill O'Brien, but most of it was pretty bad. So <laughs> it, well, you only remember the really bad situations because of a how recent they are, yeah. and b because they just didn't make any sense. Yeah, most of and, and then that's what I think. You know, the league probably was like, "Hey, McNair, do you want some more money?" Okay, well, you just have to be stupid, and because I think that really does happen. I mean, think about it, like. Like, there's just some teams that just have no chance of, like, like the Bengals. They don't even have an indoor practice facility. <laughs> I mean, you can tell their owners just don't give a damn about anything. They're just going to make that guaranteed money because that's what the NFL is. It's guaranteed money. But there's some new leagues popping up. with Like, like there was the, the player something. Oh, like, there's some there's, like, this, no, it's fan something football, like, fan controlled damn i can't remember i like the xfl that was that was cool. awesome even because the houston roughnecks were they're kicking the so much team. ass <laughs> they're the best and i was so prepared to go to a game i de was facto. like man i'm gonna go yeah they were the de facto champions of 2020 even though they didn't get <laughs> to finish they were the best record best team easily. they were undefeated right yeah yeah their team was good. They had they had some pretty good. A lot of those players ended up getting into NFL team. Yeah, like PJ Walker. Yeah, he ended up playing a game and he ended up winning that game. He's, oh yeah, he's he's gonna be a good back. I don't think he'll be a starter ever in the NFL, but he'll be probably one of the better backups in the league. Agreed. I agree with that. I don't think he's starting in the XFL. Yeah, please come back today if, if the XFL happens again. Come back and be the coordinator. I'm, I'm, I want to see that. I want you to finish what you started. Yeah. It, w- it would be cool if it, we could just, like, be like, hey, kids can, like, skip college and just go straight to the to the thing. But, you know, a lot of kids definitely need to go to school. It just depends. If you're going to be good anyway, I mean, might as well just play football. You might as well. Might as well just like skip the BS college, get injured, and not make as much money BS. <laughs> but if you could just go straight to the pros. So I think that's what the XFL and this, this <laughs> new fan-controlled football is going to be. Nice. All right. We'll be back. I guess we'll take a quick break and return. Come on down to Wallaby Wally's Crocodile Sex Tour, the number three rated sex tour in all of Australia. That just take his word for it, uh, man. I'll just move down here for Mindy. First one, uh, saw the place I said to myself, I said, wonder what these people are going to charge for their beers there because it just came from a place where it was $14 for two beers and I found that outrageous. So I came in and talked to Wally and his prices and his beers were perfect. And I said, uh, I just got it from Mindy. I'm used to the women out there and getting them it. Did the crocodiles get situated properly? He said yes, and I said it's time for me to have a propaganda. 
Wally B. Wally's, the number three rated sex tour of all Australia. And we're back. And I've created a monster, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because this guy has been looking at air fryers. <laughs> what? Why? How? Are you that intrigued by it? Well, I mean, a- after those fries, I mean, it was so simple. You just, like, cut up a potato and then you throw it in the basket, and then you throw the seasonings on it, and then you just throw it in there, and then you're done. You just wait, and then you get delicious food. How how hard is that? I mean, the whole Instapot thing was totally BS, <laughs> but the air fryer thing is definitely a for sure. And when you were looking at that, a pizza in the oven. It's like a little fryer oven too, or what yeah, that's what I mean. We're we're looking at these ninja ones here on the interwebs, and I mean these are like little mini ovens that can do like ten different things. Ninjas, uh, that one that makes that big ass blender that you can put yeah, like, like five pounds the, of liquid. The super in. the super blender. Uh, they also make uh these ones that are literally like mini ovens. They're just tiny little ovens. That's exactly what it is. But why is it a big ass like chicken in there? If that's a tiny oven, <laughs> it's a it's a big mini. It's a, oven. It's a deluxe <laughs> tiny oven. Throw an entire Cornish game hen in there. No, it looks it looks good. You got to season it right. I like uh, you know what I haven't done in a while. It might be that time of season since it's cold as shit. Um. Use a slow roast or a slow cooker, and you get yeah. your get you your chicken, and you stuff it with vegetables, potatoes, and carrots, yeah. and all of that, and get you some uh some vegetable broth or either chicken broth and butter and all that, and stick that and have it in there roasting and seasoned right, and you just let it go, see what you can do with it after that. Besides basking in the deliciousness, this one's got double doors. It's got double doors. Man, that's awesome. I like that. It makes you feel triumphant when you can grab two doors and open them. It's like, ah! Yeah, exactly. That, And it's cheaper than... The ninjas are on the pricey side, but, I mean, the one these ones are... They're essentially, it's just convection ovens. But, I mean, they'll go for, like, you know, this one's 300 bucks. Didn't one of them shits have, like, a grill on it, too? Yeah, one of... Yeah, they got, like, the XL grill... And it's right here, and it's like a five in one. It not only is it like a George Foreman like grill. That's kind of what it looks like, but it also has the air fryer, <laughs> air fryer stuff. Ooh, there's so many different parts. It's got the fryer and the grill, so you can you can cook simultaneously. Isn't that what everyone wants to be able to cook things simultaneously? Yeah, you can grill, you can air fry, you can do. All sorts of really crazy stuff on it. And I mean, just like the the food today was just amazing. Just just get some potatoes, cut them up, throw them in there. Because I'm a huge fry guy because fries are so good with sauce. And there's a billion different sauce recipes. You know, we're doing, you were doing the fancy sauce, the, the mayonnaise and the ketchup and the spices and things like yeah. that. But uh, I mean... I, I just like straight mayonnaise sometimes. You know, they, they call that the like the Dutch way, but you know, that's <laughs> I like it. Americans think it's kind of gross, but it, it is, but it's so good. It's so good. Like you feel disgusting, but it's so good. <laughs> just try it. Homemade air fries with, with uh mayonnaise, just straight mayonnaise. 
Straight mayonnaise. Not not Miracle Whip, not salad spread. That stuff is garbage compared to real mayonnaise. Mm, think about that, guys. I mean, I've had fries with, I think I've had it with mayonnaise. I've had it with mustard. Had it with, yeah. you know, with a mix of ketchup and mustard. I've had a mix of mayonnaise and ketchup. It's, it's, I mean, they, they they each bring something different to the table. I like tang. I like a like a tangy like yeah. tartness to things, which is why I like that stuff. Hey, f- so for the first time today ever, you tried star fruit, right? Yeah, it was amazing. It's it's literally in the shape of a star, but it's like if you could take a pear, an apple, and an orange and combine them together, that's like what the flavor would be. Yeah, it's pretty good, and you got to make sure you leave them out because they oh, and they come in different ones. One was really orange, and when you cut that one, was sweet. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was kind of it was brown and yellowy, and that one was tart. But I like the tartness to it as well. Yeah, they're definitely a surprise. I would try it, star fruit. Man, I wish I had other stuff too. Oh, we had that blood orange juice. The blood orange juice shots because we had one <laughs> blood orange. Yeah. Had lots of pulp in it, so I know my body's feeling good after that. The blood orange, you know, it does you would think it it, it would taste super strong like a grapefruit, but it really it really wasn't super powerful, but it didn't taste like a normal orange. No, it tastes like a radioactive orange. I feel like an orange we beat to death. <laughs> it's it, it was so weird seeing it just when you squeeze it. It's so red and it's just so it's so interesting. I like the color. It's yeah, like color is like good. Purple, maroon, crimson, crimsony type. Yeah, color. like we were joking. It's like it's like you just ate a person or something, <laughs> something you just like freshly killed, and you just decided to eat it, blood and all. That's kind of what it, it looks like. So, uh, be very careful when you eat blood orange. People might accuse you of being uh, that that what was that barber dude? They went around chop people up and ate Sweeney them. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yeah, they might think you're Sweeney Todd. <laughs> did you ever? Did you watch that? I, I like. I saw a little bit, and I I got like halfway through it, and I was like, "This is stupid." So this is just Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> same actor, same kind of thing. <laughs> this is just Edward Scissorhands, but he's evil. But he, <laughs> But he's evil and not like some weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe that's why I couldn't get into yeah. it. I don't know. People are in love with that. It's not, it's not my thing. So, what are you? What have you been watching lately? I usually just watch The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, not be just because I haven't really watched them a whole lot to be honest with you so i'm just kind of going back through i've already gotten through all the good classic episodes and now i'm starting to get into like season 17 and and 20 and so it's just like in that kind of area that's where it started to like really kind of go downhill what season was it with the movie because that's when it kind of got good a little bit after that That, that's it's around like 20 i want to say yeah the quality jumped up after the movie yeah and then it went down again. You know, one of the later episodes is really weird to me. What's that? It's really dark. Is um, the one it had around Halloween time, I think, as well. But it wasn't like a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. It, it was, but it wasn't. It was um, 
the one where Bart gets struck by lightning and goes into the coma. Yeah. That is, and then Lisa starts fucking with him. Like, that's so dark. Yeah, that's that was a really dark episode. That episode is super dark, but I'm, the, a lot of the later episodes, like the early episodes, are really light. Like honestly, they are very light, and that's what makes them funny because they're not like they didn't have to go over the top to make their jokes. Now because they've done everything, they literally have to go over the top to make a joke, and so it's just like it's just like so many of them are so dark i think there's an episode where like bart actually dies <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and i mean well yeah it's that wolf of the coma he was about to die and then there's yeah. the one where he got hit well that was the earlier season where he got hit by, by the, the car shower, and died yeah. uh there's another there's so many dark... oh no no there's a there's a halloween one where sasha bob kills him a lot yeah so he does die it's... It, yeah it's it's and then they always make jokes where the character's heart stop for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like Barney. Barney probably should be dead several times, to be honest with you. But he stopped. And he was okay. And then he came and then back. He, yeah. And then it was just like random, too, how they like transitioned Barney to being like an alcoholic to a coffee addict and then back to an alcoholic. It was like really subtle. It, yeah. was, just, it was kind of like a, like the way they did it. Like, if you watch the early episodes, like, the really good ones, they always, like, make references back to those episodes. But the only way you'll know that they're references is if you watch the episodes. Mm. And so, I mean, that that's that was one of them was when Barney was, like, just for episode after episode, he wasn't, like, that drunken, crazy idiot because yeah. he was drinking coffee all the time. <laughs> and then just randomly he's like, oh, I'm going to drink again. And it, and it wasn't like a big, they didn't like make an episode about it. It was like a throwaway joke, but like to the keen observer, you'd be like, dang, they just screwed Barney again. It makes me think of that one episode where uh, where Homer goes to space and do the astronaut training. Yeah. And uh, Barney starts drinking and does good. And he gets drunk off the non-alcoholic wine and then steals the, the jetpack, flies off and falls and shit. And it's run over by cars. Yeah, the astronaut thing is one of those inside jokes because later down the line they make fun of Homer and it's like, well, what have you done? I was, I've been to outer space. It's like, oh, no, you haven't. And it's like, dude, yeah, I was an astronaut. <laughs> Homer, yes. Homer was an astronaut. And they make fun of that several episodes later down the line. Isn't that crazy? Homer has done it all, he's had so many jobs. He's like Uncle Ruckus in that boondocks. <laughs> Homer is a, I reverse metal I go. <laughs> I just I just get darker and darker and darker. That's it. They can't bring it back because the grand because uh what is it the granddad yeah. John with the spoon died so yeah, he passed away man. Can't really can't really do it the same. It's not the same. Yeah, that's why they don't do Black Jesus anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was, yeah, he was the old dude. You know, it's crazy. The dude who's the Black Jesus main character is the same dude who's the voice of uh, not Franklin, but the other dude in uh, 
I can't even think of his name in fucking Grand Theft Auto. Franklin's friend. Oh, yeah. And that's him. That's the same voice. Was that like Lamar or something? Lamar. That's what it was. Why about, yeah. Lamar. That's the same voice. He also was a voice on um, the Boondocks. He's Lando Griffin. Lando Griffin. <laughs> yeah, it's the same voice. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize that at first, and then when I went back and watched it, it made it so much more funny. <laughs> He's like, yo, great. man, yo, I just want to say thank you, Pops, you know what I'm saying, for skeeting the moms and everything, <laughs> put life into it, skeet life in the moms. You know? <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And then people like to put different, uh, that that, that uh, scene where Lamar's talking shit to Franklin, they put all different characters in that role instead of Lamar. That's one with like Cell from freaking <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. There's Kermit the Frog coming in there. I'm talking shit to Franklin. What bitch? You, you need to sit there and do something about it while you're out there fucking somebody else. <laughs> shit like that. It's like, it's funny. It's funny how people can get creative and, and, make all these memes and jokes and how these yeah. things can go viral like that because it's like it's funny but then someone takes it and goes to another level like that's the whole that's the whole point of memes it's to one up each other yeah and to make the more funny more relatable meme it has to be funny and relatable it can't just be one or the other you can't have one without the other in this situation exactly exactly so for all you meme makers out there, I think Oxford University has a degree in memes. <laughs> I mean, I'm a memeologist, bitch. The <laughs> the memeatorium. <laughs> the memeatorium. Bunch of memeatodes around this motherfucker. Memeatodes. Let's think of Doug. Doug's on Disney Plus. No, well, but it's Disney Doug, though, isn't it? Yeah. Nobody wants that one. That one that's the shitty version of Doug. The better Doug was the one that was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. I don't want to hear Doug talking about, oh, yeah, sex. We learned that in school. I was like, Doug, you're not supposed to talk like that. Yeah. You li- no. Doug was hardcore. Yeah, Disney or maybe was it was on Hulu, but Disney owns Hulu, too. So. Oh, so maybe the regular one can be on. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think on Hulu, the regular Doug's on there, the, Disney, uh, the Nickelodeon one, the one that we all love. <laughs> I like that one better with the... Some of those old cartoons are kind of hard to go back to because the pacing's so much different. Like the just like things these days. The reason why they do fifteen minute episodes these days is because they go so fast. It really has the same content, really, but it's just like not as drawn out. I mean, I watched uh, Hey Arnold, and until I realized that Sid's a dick, and I was like, he's the worst friend ever. Who? Sid. Yeah, Sid's yeah. a terrible friend. Every time something like went bad, he was the first one to turn on Arnold. And, and then the, who's the dude with the big nose? <laughs> That's Sid. No, the no, no. Nose. The other big nose. The uh, like crazy redneck dude. Oh, oh, Stinky. Stinky, yeah, Stinky. What in the heck Sid. is that? What in tarnation? What in tarnation? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was the whole reason he was there, just to make stupid. <laughs> Even though he had like some like hot girlfriend or something like the that. The crazy thing about it is, is that there's people that actually do talk like that. Yeah. 
So it's not that outrageous that someone and, and would like, talk like that. Where, where, where were they at? Did they ever say where they were, like New York or New Jersey? I'm guessing that he was in New York because he lived in like Waterhouse. It was the city. I like that most of the other in the other cartoons they lived in the suburbs, like the Rugrats. Yeah. They were in the suburbs, but I like that Harry Ronald's in the city because it was real shit. Like he go, he get robbed and shit. Yeah, he got robbed a lot. <laughs> like, damn. He got freaking robbed a lot. <laughs> Yes, motherfuckers was robbing each other. It was crazy, like, and it was, <laughs> and you're supposed to laugh, like, damn, and it just played that little drum shot. Like, oh man, he got his ass whipped a couple of episodes. I was watching with like the fifth grade. The fifth graders uh, got into a fight over the yeah. little lot and just beat the shit out of him and Helga. Like, I was like, damn, yeah. even Helga got punched yeah, in that face. They beat up girls. I was like, damn. Harold was beat like just people just got beat up all the time. Eugene falling like that motherfucker was I'm surprised he didn't die. There's that one episode where he spent a day with Arnold and almost died the whole every single way. Yeah. It was like a montage. He got hit in the eye with a hot dog that he choked on after he got the Heimlich done on him, after he fell down a hole on his bike and broke his arm. Jeepers. But I mean I don't know about the pace. Like, I guess the pacing didn't seem that much different. Like, I like that. But, yes, I, I see what you're saying. There's certain ones that I can't watch. Like, Yeah, because it's just, you're just like, come on. I <laughs> yes, get to the point yes. already. Like, yeah, you, because we've already seen it sometimes. And so you're just like, come on. Like, you watch Bob's Burgers and it goes at a pace where it's just like, it's like satisfying because it's like, okay, joke punchline joke punchline you know they didn't have to like draw it out but at the same time they kind of do i like bob's burgers a lot they get a lot of bad rap for some reason but i think it's pretty funny it's because it's like so it's semi-wholesome like overall they're not yeah. that vulgar it's like. not like simpsons and family guy it's like a, it's like more like a king of the hill yeah 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 exactly it's more, yeah, it has, it seems more realistic in this universe. Yeah. It seems, it seems like believe, like yeah. everything that happens in it, except for like the, the shark episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's different things. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> well, even still, you compare that to King of the Hill, the episode where Peggy fell out the plane and hit yeah. the ground, she probably would have died of yeah, that in real life. Died. But other than that, overall, the believability in the shows is pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. high. And that's why I like it a lot. And that's why they win awards, too. Like, Family Guy and Simpsons usually doesn't win awards, but uh, things like uh, Bob's Burgers usually mm-hmm. does. Well, I mean, Simpsons does, but Family Guy definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> I think after years and years and years of making fun of the Glo- Golden Globes or whatever the TV show thing is, they finally got one, but or Emmy. I think they got an Emmy after like decades. Decades upon decades. <laughs> so is there any other thing you would recommend to people or hold on, let's try that again. Take two. Is there anything that you would recommend to people if they were to let's say they watched a little bit of The Simpsons and they were looking at something like that? Would you recommend Futurama first, uh, or would you recommend like one of the other shows? Because we talked about Disenchantment and how yeah. nobody, um, like people don't. There's, it's a different type of crowd that watches that, yeah, compared to the other shows, right? So, if 
what would you say would be the selling points of The Simpsons, The Futurama, and uh, Disenchantment? I think for Simpsons, that's just like over-the-top slapstick. Like if you like Three Stooges type of thing, Simpsons. The Futurama is definitely more heady kind of jokes. They're they're in the same vein as as Simpsons, obviously, because it's the same writers, but uh more it's more like kind of like heady science kind of quips along with like, oh, I'm stupid, fry. <laughs> so it's kind of, I, I forget what kind of that's called uh uh straight man and, and the clown. That's like an old school type of humor. Yep. And then for disenchantment, they kind of—it's kind of more like political uh, humor. They kind of like make fun of like kind of people and their like political beliefs and like how like people should just be free. So it's more—it's more of like kind of like a libertarian kind of attitude in disenchantment. But really, all three of them have practically the same writers, so they use a lot of the same jokes. But they do it in those kind of three different ways, and I think that's what makes them truly unique. Uh, I would say Futurama, Simpsons, Disenchantment, hmm. one, two, three. Nice. But, but if you want to be correct, it'd be, you know, you'd start with the the Simpsons, and then you'd do like then you would go like halfway, and then do Futurama, and then finish the Simpsons, and then do Disenchantment, because that's how it played out in real life. So, there you go. So, in a similar comparison to that, um, what about Family Guy, American Dad, and I don't know. They had four at one point. Cleveland Show and Border Town. But, I mean, Border Town got canceled, like, after the season, and Cleveland made it to, like, four. I actually didn't think Cleveland Show was as bad as the rapper got like don't get me wrong like I get... it definitely turned into the show that we thought it was gonna be at first it was actually a unique show yes yeah and then they then just made I, it they kind of made it black family guy yeah i think they did that because it was probably gonna be better than family guy and, and they, they didn't want they that. didn't want that so because i mean it really did have some interesting like yeah, it had a lot of cliches about it, but it was definitely like more well, like more planned. I feel like Family Guy was just like, okay, we have this is our premise, let's just go with it. But like Cleveland Show is definitely more like thoughtful at first, at least. Yeah. And but uh, I like all, I like them all. They're all pretty funny. Cleveland Show gets kind of boring sometimes, just because they. Because eventually they just use the same black joke every time. <laughs> it's, it's just the truth, honestly. But uh, I like Family Guy um, up until like maybe like season ten. Uh, the first four seasons are definitely like baller, like super good. Family Guy, Family Guy is like it's kind of like the same kind of thing, you know, like. Family Guy is slapstick. American Dad's kind of like political. And then Cleveland shows more kind of like, well, at first it was more like thoughtful kind of jokes. And then it turned into nonsense. Uh, Border Town never watched it, so I can't. I never really watched can't it. Can't really say. I, I thought it was going to be bad. It probably was it probably, bad. It probably was. And, uh, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. So I didn't watch. It was on and I was like, what the hell is this? It's like, and then. 
uh, I watched it until the intro came on. It was like created by Seth MacFarlane. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I watched a little bit. I was like, this is stupid. This is the stupidest shit I've ever like seen. My Ted life. Two. <laughs> Ted Two. It was a very unnecessary movie. And in in the more recent episodes of Family Guy, they make fun of Seth MacFarlane making Ted Two <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, really... Some of the jokes were funny. Like when he's talking about uh, what do you say? One of the the weeds that are smoking called "How Can You Help Me Get Home?" Yeah. <laughs> he's freaking out. That was funny to me, but like Ted, the first one was awesome. Yes, that was. <laughs> it was a really, and then uh, the second one wasn't yeah, necessary. It was, and it, and I, I knew what they're trying to do. They're trying to do the, the um, the, what's what's that? The um, the movies where they get drunk and then wake up was the, oh Hangover. Hang, yeah, they're trying to be the Hangover. It was obvious that they're trying to <laughs> chase. They're trying to do that, but even the second and third Hangovers weren't as good. Uh, they're still funny though. They're still better than Ted Two. Yeah, I'll give you that. They weren't better than Hangover One or Ted One, but definitely better than Ted Two. That's for sure. Hangover Three is super dark. Hangover Two is yeah. just the same. The first movie, but different, setting. slightly different. <laughs> yeah, different setting, slightly different people. Like they kind of like rotated the people. <laughs> yeah, in the in the characters and things like the third one's definitely super dark. <laughs> But because uh, it gets really weird. Well, because like it's not a literal hangover. Yeah, it's like a they get drugged. It's a figurative hangover from the them the shit they did in the first movie. Yeah. All right. So I guess is there anything else you want to talk about? I felt like we had it all. Yeah, today, we had right? we had some good eats. We had some. Uh, we talked some gadget talk when we were talking about the fr- air fries. And yeah, let me. I want to shout out a place in houston you did one i didn't do mine yet uh i want to shout out roots wine bar on leland their brand new restaurant they just opened not that long ago but essentially what it is is like a dave and busters but for winos and so you get these little cards that you like tied to your credit card and then you go and put it in this machine and then you get to select like different wines and so you can try different wines like they'll give you like a one ounce pour for like a dollar or two and then you can try it so you don't have to buy an entire glass or an entire bottle and so they have like 30 50 different wines and you get just to choose you literally walk up to the machine and you pick the wine that you want it dispenses it and it goes on that little card you get and then when you're done you swipe the card and then you check out it's a pretty cool place Damn, that sounds pretty cool. They also have food too, by the that way. Sounds very romantical. So that's the one you can go for Valentine's Day if you want to suck on somebody's face afterwards. That's definitely. I mean, think of it this way: like if you only had one ounce of every single wine they had, you would be shit faced because <laughs> they have like thirty to fifty different wines there oh, to choose. Man. So one fifty ounces of wine. That's a lot of wine. Gotta get you good old fashioned homeless drunk. Yeah, so so just pace yourself. Be responsible. All right. So I guess anything else you want to talk about next week? Let's 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 get people ready for next time. For next week, we'll probably have more food stuff. Uh we might do some more restaurants. I'm not entirely sure. You're just gonna have to find out for next week. All righty, Rue. All righty, Dighty. From me, Switzerland Monroe, here at the 
Sea Barnacle Show. It's I and Ripley with an I. Saying, see you next time. Have fun and take care. Goodbye. Bye. kids i don't like you and you don't like me but we need each other today so we can get through this commercial what do you think about that i mean i guess whatever sure well today we have some products we're gonna run by you and you let us know what you think about it and if you like it say yes and if you don't say no does that sound okay to you whatever Sure. Hello, kids. Our first product today for you is toast butter. Have you ever had the problem where your butter was just too much butter? Well, please use one of our individually wrapped toast to toast your butter. Thank you. So, what do you think about that product, kids? It sounds acidized. It sounds stupid. Sure. All right. Let's see what the next product is. Are you tired of the same little old cereals from the same little old grocery stores? Are you tired of frosted flakes and zero sugar frosted mini fucks and things like that? Well, we got a little old cereal for you. It's called Mini Cakes. Available in crab and lobster. Tell us what you think about that product, kids. That sounds disgusting. Sure. We have one more product left. Our last product is... Rice balls. Pure, plain old rice balls. There's nothing spectacular about them at all. That's plain rice balls. They're balls of rice. They're plain and they're bland. Get one now. So, kids, after you've heard all of these products and what we bring to the table, what do you think about working for us? Uh, I mean, you guys are cool and all, but I'm not really sure I want to be a part of these, these, uh, Weird products. I might to talk to you all thinking over, but probably not. Sure. Oh, I guess we have our new spokesperson. What's your name? Well, don't be shy. You know how to talk, right? Sure. Well, what's your name? Sure. Oh, God, not one of these. Next. <laughs>